Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. We are glad you're with us. I am uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana today. Then uh, the next week off, Ben Kenny will take you, uh, leading you up to next Wednesday. Then uh, that's when I get back, and then we'll obviously give you the NFL draft and such uh, right after. Looking forward to that. But uh, this Brewers team is off to a hot start, and it seems like, at least according to Mark, that every time uh, we in some way, shape, or form bash Christian Yelich, uh, that he goes yard, he must be listening to the program, and we must be the most powerful radio show in all of broadcasting history. That being said, a uh, guy that I absolutely love to death, spent a lot of time with him working uh, in, in, in years gone by. Our good friend, host of the baseball postgame show on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee, Tim Allen joining us. Tim, how you doing, buddy? Well, Bill, it's been way, way too long. I do miss working with you and uh, and filling in on, on your shows. It's been a blast over the years. And, uh, you know, I was telling your producer that, oh, you never know. In this business, I'm sure we'll at some point work together again. start of this okay sorry about that no i was just gonna say let's start off with the fast start of this team because i know you i've listened to you and whenever you get young guys come up and they start producing you get excited so and there's reason there's legit reasons to be excited right now yeah you know you know bill i was a little concerned though although i i am excited about younger talent for sure but a little concerned when you go with younger talent in multiples. And that typically means, okay, so they made a bunch, a bunch of moves with a couple of veterans moving in, uh, Winker and Brian Anderson and, and Owen Miller comes in. You make those changes, Contreras coming in, you make those changes. You also influx, you know, three rookies into the scene. Typically, Bill, that means – and screams rebuild. I mean, or at least transition, right. doesn't it? it? It it would at least say transition. Mm-hmm. But when when they when they uh, really produce like they're producing, and it's not just on the field. I think there's an energy, there's a vibe around it, and that's the exciting part. Is is that you're getting production out of Winker and Anderson and Nolan Miller and these guys. You're also getting production out of these guys and the energy, the youthful energy and the vibe. Just wait. Your your audience, Bill, they're, they're going to know these guys' household names because right now, and, and no disrespect to that term casual fan, um, but the casual fan base, they're going to know these guys by the end of the season. That's going to be a fun ride. So let's start off uh, Christian Yelich, and we were talking about him yesterday, and I kind of teased it a little bit. Uh, it seems like every time we start to look at Yelich, the average and such, and he, he struggles, the strikeouts are prevalent, all of a sudden he goes yard, and he looks like Christian Yelich. But, Tim, you tell me, what are your expectations of Christian Yelich? Because I think the day of him being one of the most dangerous hitters in baseball are far by the wayside. Oh, my goodness. You know, you're, you're right in, in that uh... – Hey, hey, if you're the elixir for uh, Kristen Yelich having a good game, then bash away, Bill. Just go ahead and keep keep at it because, you know, they, <laughs> they need him. They really do need him to recycle through like the other guys. You know, for, for a couple of games, it'll be Rowdy and Brian Anderson. And then another couple of games, it'll be Winker and Bryce Terang. Another couple of games, will be Garrett Mitchell and William Contreras. You need, you need Kristen Yelich to do, do his lifting, too. 
And when you look up and you see a 214 batting average, that warrants some concern. It does. And I think it's natural to do that. But my expectations, you know, I, I, I think late last year I called him um, Jonathan VR because that's kind of the numbers he was putting up. He was putting up Jonathan VR. The problem is Jonathan VR was paid about $6 million a year. Kristen Yelich is about $26 million a year. So you want more out of it, but if you're not going to get it, the on base, the keep the line moving, get hot for stints, that's what you can expect out of him. I, I don't think that that uh, 18 and 19 numbers is attainable at this point. There's, there's too many habits of no launch. Uh, it's a lot of rollovers to the right side. He looks a little uh, uh, frustrated at times or maybe, I won't say intimidated, but gosh, Bill, when, when you're looking at 2031, dead red counts, and you're taking fastballs on three one two zero, Kristen. Something's up, dude. So you you got to go. But mm-hmm. if we can get two or three games out of him, Bill, a, a week where he produces like you know yesterday, a leadoff homer, had had another RBI hit, and steal a base here and there. You, you take what you can get. Give me your thoughts right now, pitching staff-wise. Woodruff uh, a little bit nicked up, and then obviously Corbin Burns with the sore pectoral. You you can't afford to lose them long-term, but the amazing thing is is that you've had these guys with little tweaks here and there, and you haven't been losing ball games because of it. I mean, yep. if you can get back, uh, you, we, you and I always talk about hot and healthy going down the stretch. It already shows that they're a pretty good baseball team. But I, I again in baseball you slow your roll because you don't do it you don't believe anything until right after the All Star break and then when you get to that trade de- deadline if you're a buyer or a seller but man you just kind of start to look forward it, it's tough to, to to hold your enthusiasm back but you start to look forward and say if the rotation can stay healthy and you, yeah. and you keep the back of your bullpen together oh my goodness we we could be thinking of something we never expected this season you know. Yeah, and and they're what they're doing here with the thirteen and, and and five mark through the eighteen games, they're buying some time, Bill, to go into a little bit of a funk here and there. And every team does. Every World Series team is going to lose four or five or three or four or get you know swept in a series. They're buying that time at the same time they're working through their injury bugs. And I'm a little concerned about that injury bug. It started, you know, it started with Tyrone Taylor and Luis Urias and. Winker was was sick, and now the oblique, and then obviously with as you mentioned Woody, and and now Burns, and now Garrett Mitchell, and and so that you know that's not a that's not a good trend. Well, they've they've purchased some time to work through that, and that's going to pay off. You're eight games over 500 right now. Okay, say you dip to five games over on a little little bit of a funk. You get back hot again, go back to eight or ten. They've purchased some time, Bill, and and that's really important to to differentiate, and it's significant that it allows them to work through this. Make no mistake about it. They lose Burns and Woody for an extended period of time. I don't care who you are. That's going to hurt your team. And those that think that, oh, they're just going to work right through this thing, and they'll be fine, and they're good, and it's Woody and Burns. It's two of the best pitches in baseball. That's going to take a hit. That's going to have its toll. Do you think that Craig Council is the best manager in baseball for what he has done? Oh, boy. Um, I am puzzled, Bill, as a lot of people are. Number one, why he is not under contract 
at the end of this season. I, I have a tote board in the studio. 144 games remaining in Craig Council's Brewers regular season managerial career because that's what it's down to. Why am I saying that? Because they're making me say it. Why is he not under contract? What's going on? Does he want to spend time with the kids? I think it's interesting that Matt Arnold, when asked about it, the knee-jerk reaction was talk about the kids. Uh, same thing with Mark Adonacio, the Brewers owner. Asked about uh, Craig Council's contract. Well, you know, yeah, he's got the kids immediately. So obviously something has been discussed. There's no, no doubt in my mind. Uh, that's just common sense. But um, is, he, is he the best? If, if he's not the best, um, he's one of longest tenured NL manager and third, I think, longest uh, tenured manager in all of baseball. To do it under these conditions, meaning payroll, and and some ins and outs and some failed draft choices. Let's let's remember that, you know, they they failed a few times in in that uh, first round and, and upper draft. I, I think he has to be considered as as if he's not the best manager in baseball. He's certainly in the top three or four. Uh, I want to go to the, the rest of the position players that this team has, and we start to look around the field, and you know, obviously Jesse Winker has. Been not necessarily above average from what he's been billed, but he's been pretty much what you thought he was going to be. Adamas is having a decent season. You know, we, we, Will, William Contreras might be one of the best pickups this offseason uh, of anybody uh, when you talk about the ability to kind of fortify that catching position and what he's been able to do. And all of a sudden now, with the way the rules are, you value a guy that's got a good arm, that's got the ability to throw out some runners, and he's been able to do that. But, you know, like we said, you got uh, Anderson and Terang and Joey Weimer and everything. But some of the veterans that they have on this team are starting to come through and playing to kind of the back of their baseball cards. Yeah, and they need to. And and they absolutely need to. And that's what's happening. We, we, we're seeing their batting average is up. 263 as a team, Bill. Well, I mean, really? This team has been mired in the 230s for, for a good chunk of, of the last couple of years. So that's up. Their on-base percentage is up. The run production ranks up there. Um, you know, their power is still there. They were third in the NL in homers last year. Well, the home runs, I don't think we're seeing as many, but they're still six. So as, as a, a, a keep-the-line-moving type of offense, that's what those veterans need to, need to do as well. They need to – I'm an old-school guy in terms of batting average. I always start with a batting average. I think it's – it's one of the most underrated stats out of all the stats in baseball. Why would you underrate a, a freaking batting average, please? Because your on-base mm -hmm. percentage, it's a derivative of your batting average. So if their batting averages are up, that means their on-base is up, and that means it's a keep-the-line-moving type of thing, and that's the main thing I've noticed with this offense. There's always <clears> – I shouldn't say always, but – Quite frequently, there's traffic jams all over the place, and there's runners. Hell, in a loss in San Diego, Bill, they had four walks and, and 12 hits. Yeah, they lost the game, but think about that. There's 16 base runners right there. You continue to do that, and only good things happen. Tim, do you like the new rules? Do you like uh, the pitch clock? Do you like the, the larger bases and only being able to throw over to first base twice and all that kind of stuff? Are you a fan of it? Well, the, the, the biggest part of this that I love is the actual pitch clock. Now the, now, the bases, you know, being larger and the disengagement rules, 
Um, that that I can I, I have a conversation about. I, I can debate that. I, I can take or leave those. But the pitch clock, the one main thing, Bill, that I've noticed is that I think it's unnoticeable unless you're watching for it. If you're watching for it, then you you know you're doing a play clock in, in NFL, and you you better snap it. And then there's that oh that's a delay of game. Okay, if you're watching for it, you can play that game as as a fan. That's fine. But I think it hasn't questioned the integrity of the game, Bill. I think when you watch a baseball game, it's still in a in a uh, real macro level, overarching level. It's still the same game, and that's the that's the the really the brilliance of it is that it's almost unnoticeable to a fan just going to a ball game. Now, yes, it's quicker for sure. We're seeing 214 in, in game lengths. We're seeing, we saw 222 the other day for the for the Brewer game. But I, it's unnoticeable, and I think that's the brilliance of it. I, I really do. And, and I think it, it might be the best rule ever instituted in the game of baseball in its, in its history. Tim, real quick, before I let you go, what is the win total that you picked at the beginning of the season? I want to compare mine to yours. <laughs> I think I might have gotten away without giving one. Uh, uh, rather ambiguous. Um, I said probably upper 80s to the 90 range. And because I knew that this pitching staff coming in all healthy, I can tell you, and I'm going to stick with it, they're the best pitching staff, one, two, five in baseball. And, and that means Peralta's in the three, Lauer's in the four, Wade Miley's in the five. You show me a team that has Lauer, uh, that has Peralta, Lauer, and Wade Miley as their three, four, five. That used to be our one, two, three at best in Brewerland. These guys are stacked. I, I, there's no question now you reassess, given health, they're into the 90s and, and possibly well into the 90s. Appreciate it. Uh, love you like a brother, man, and we will get you on soon, okay? Thanks, Bill, man. It's been a pleasure, and I, I miss you, man, and, and let's do it again. Absolutely. There you go. Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Post Game Show on 97.3 The Game out of Milwaukee. And I know for those watching on the live stream, a little bit uh, garbled when it came to some of the uh, when it came to some of the audio. But uh, like I said, you're working with a little bit of a weird signal here today. But uh, thanks to Tim for joining us, man. Uh, good stuff. Good, good stuff. 877-867-1670, You want to hit us up, we can talk some Brewers baseball if you choose to do so. Big news coming out of uh, Bucks camp today. We're going to talk with Jim Ozarski coming up in about 45 minutes from now. He uh, covers the Bucks for the Journal Sentinel. We'll ask him what his thoughts are regarding Giannis. We should know if Giannis is in or out tonight, probably in the next 45 minutes. We're, we're hoping to find out, but uh, he was listed as doubtful today uh after uh, they made uh you know he didn't practice and they said he's progressing the back is doing better but uh, he did not practice and it's disconcerting the nazi Giannis on that floor coming up later on tonight this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at burn pit barbecue burn pit bbq.com that is burn pit bbq.com uh, they have gone from the garage where they watching their dream come true. They're based in Racine, Wisconsin, and the majority of their success 
uh, has all been in the state of Wisconsin, and it's all been because of you, uh, because you've cared enough to say, I'll try it. We like to grill. We like to barbecue. We like different rubs and sauces and stuff. They've got it. Go to Burn Pit, Burn Pit BBQ. Com. That is BurnPitBBQ.com, veteran-owned uh, and a local company right here in our own backyard in Wisconsin. Go to BurnPitBBQ.com. Again, BurnPitBBQ.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> Good to have you back on this Wednesday, Bill Michaels Show. We continue on as uh, we, uh, you know, uh, I'm sitting here in Indiana. 78, 79 down here, I guess. And uh, brought to you by our friends at Point Brewing. Point Point Beer was was going down rather nice the other day. I have to admit, uh, I was doing a Cider Boys, so... If I get a chance to uh, to grab myself a flavored beer of some type, I usually go with Cider Boys from Point Brewing. Brewing excellence since 1857. And by the way, they have, if you follow Point Beer, uh, Point Brewing over on Facebook, um, Point Brewing's been around a while, and they are looking for, like, your collection of cans, like old Point Brewing cans. So if you have them, enter it uh, and find all the information over on Facebook because they, they do, they're starting to do a lot of creative things, Point Brewing is. Good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Good to, good to have uh, a, a good reaction for so many people listening, um, not only uh, wherever you're at, but also on the stream. That always enjoyed hearing uh, Tim Allen. I loved working with Tim. Tim was a great guy, very honest, very upfront, understood it, got it. So um, we had a great time working together. Tim's good stuff. We'll get him back on uh, a little bit more if we can. Still waiting to find out uh, about Giannis and whether or not he's actually going to go tonight. He is listed as doubtful. Um, and, you know, we'll just wait and see. Um, they were giving him more treatment. And they said he was progressing. I, I can only assume that it's a, you know, whether it's, you know, tissue therapy like massage, infrared, uh, icing, you know, whatever, uh, flexibility, just trying to keep his back uh, loose and trying to keep the contusion down as much as possible. But back, especially for big men, especially for big men, backs are so touchy, so touchy. Um, it, it's it's just, it's really tough. It's really tough. Um. So there you go. We'll, we'll just keep your fingers crossed. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Would love to hear from you. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, this, one's from, uh, this one's from Jack. Jack says, uh, hey, guys, big game tonight. Why in the world would the NBA put the Bucks on NBA TV and not on one of the national broadcasts? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, it seems like you've got a bonafide. Now, unless they feel that, th- but this game was all, this game, if I'm not mistaken, was already a couple of days ago projected to be on NBA TV, if I'm not mistaken. It's not like 
they saw Giannis go down with injury, and they know he's not going to play tonight, so he doesn't have that superstar power, so they're going to push that game off. I think this game was all – correct me if I'm wrong, Ben. This game was already scheduled to be on NBA, NBA TV, correct? I'm not sure, but that makes sense because if you look across the rest of the slate tonight, you have a West Coast game in Timberwolves-Nuggets. That's the late game. And then the other game is LeBron, right. and LeBron trumps everything. Right. Not to mention, like, Bucks heat it's one versus eight. That doesn't get the people going as much as Grizzlies-Lakers will. Nationally, right. You got uh, John Moran coming, coming back. Yeah, coming back from the hand injury, and then LeBron and the Lakers – uh, which uh, everybody's lips are firmly planted to the uh, rear end over there. But uh, I just, I, I can't, you know, you know what? I, I, we get frustrated and I get angry at it and I start to talk to myself and then I'm like, I get really pissed and I start ripping the NBA. I start doing this. And, and then I just think, you know what? Just win the whole damn thing. Just, just come back, bounce back, get a win, just win the whole damn thing. And then you're going to have your standalones. Then you're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals in a standalone. You're going to be in the in the NBA Finals in a standalone. And if it indeed is, you know, the the you know Adam Silver's worst nightmare to have Milwaukee win a championship again, so be it. Then Milwaukee can give the middle finger to the rest of the NBA and the rest of the world and say we've got the title yet again. You know, I just I, I get angry at it. I understand it, but it's like ah, eh, I think it's a lot of wasted energy. I guess. But I, I'm right there with you, right there with you. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to hit us up, do it. Uh, John of Verona says, "Hey, Bill, listen to the show every day. Would it be possible to entertain this request? When referring to Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback position, could you please consider replacing the uh, team under center with in shotgun? Every time I hear under center, uh, I wishfully think of a glory days when hitting Jordy uh, off of a play action pass and the you know right on the sluggo." Not the recent always-in-shotgun garbage that we've been subjected to. Thanks so much for considering the request to keep up the great work, John, in Verona. John, I will, um, I will, I will take that into consideration when I start to have those words escape my lips. I promise you I will give it a shout. Um, this is from Steve who says, I'm holding out hope Giannis uh, to, uh, is able to channel his inner Reggie White and miraculously heal in time for tonight's game. I know it's not likely, but I'm uh, holding out hope. Even if he doesn't play, I can't see the Heat making 60-plus percent of their shots again. They need energy from everybody. Dial up the defense and the rebounding, by the way, to get to Shapiro's Deli. I did not, but I am heading over today. So Kristen's got a uh, – her, her thing goes until, I like, 9 o'clock tonight. So once I get off the air, I'm free. And I'm going, going to Skyline Chili. And then I'm heading over to Shapiro's Deli. And then uh, the Shapiro's Deli, I'm bringing back to the room. I'm hanging on to it because I'm going to take it home. But uh, then I am heading out to uh, to Mickey Blaine's, uh, Nikki Blaine's Cigar Bar tonight. Sit down. Got the bucks on the tube. I'm going to be ready to go. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm going to watch, watch the game there tonight. So that's my plan. But thank you for the heads up, Steve. Certainly appreciate it, as always. 877-867-1670. This is from Mark. Mark says, uh, hey, guys, in the NFC North, will the Packers still be favored, or do you think that another team is much better than them? It seems like the top three teams are all jumbled together with Chicago trailing. I don't know who to pick. It would be tough for me because I think Jordan Love, if he is the real deal, can win the division. I don't think the Vikings are nearly as good and their defense has deteriorated. Meanwhile, I just don't know if the Detroit Lions are ready to take over the top spot in the division thoughts. 
Um, that's a great question. I think you still have to go with Minnesota until they're not. I think Minnesota proved last year, offensively speaking, that they can score with anybody. They had a lot of come-from-behind games, though, a lot of come-from-behind games, that the games they were losing two years ago were the games they were winning this past year, and they were winning it with the confidence in their offense and the ability to move football. But you're right. They've lost some pieces defensively. They're in a bit of a rebuild on the defensive side right now. So I don't know if they're going to be that same team and have that same capability because they 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 pulled a lot of magic out of that old hat last year. And the team that's getting it done, the team that really gained confidence, even though they didn't go to the postseason and still getting a win for the last game of the regular season was Detroit. They're feeling it, man. They're coming in this year with a ton. Now they've lost a few pieces, including Jamal Williams, the running back, who was kind of the energy guy on their offense. But they were feeling it, and they're starting to believe that it's their time. So I agree with you. Unless you know Jordan Love's a real deal, I couldn't pick the Packers. So I think right now if I have to pick the division, I'm probably going to say Vikings 1, Lions 2, Packers 3, Bears 4. That's kind of the way I'm going to go. Until the Bears prove me wrong, I'm just going to continue to pick the Bears at the bottom. And until you knock the Vikings off and Detroit says, hey, we're ready to take over the top spot, i got to go with the Vikings. Right now I'm in limbo regarding the Green Bay Packers, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. we got a lot coming up. Don't forget, after the top of the hour, Jim Ozarski for the uh, Journal Sentinel going to join us. He's covering the Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe he brings us some good news in regards to Giannis. And keep, knock on wood, keep your fingers crossed, all that kind of good stuff that he's able to go tonight. But if he isn't able to go tonight, you go back to the email. you got to rebound. you got to play defense tonight. And you can't let him get off for 60-plus percent shooting. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis, K-U-N-E-S. Cunis RB, the home of the big unit cruiser this year, the 2023 version of Nexus the big unit cruiser that's going to be out and about on the road starting, I think, in a couple of weeks. And they're your travel and camping experts. And if you're in the market for a motorhome, fifth wheel, camper van, travel trailer, Cunis has you covered. Whether it's a Jayco, Forest River, Gulfstream, Heartland, Keystone, Winnebago, Redwood, so much more, you can stop in at any one of their growing dealerships all throughout the state and throughout the borders of this great state of Wisconsin. And, by the way, voted number one in Wisconsin. They are the best. In Wisconsin, stop in any one of their Cunis RV locations and take advantage right now uh, of what they try to do. And they try to hold down that APR, that financing, and they do consignment. They take trades. They have used, and they've got an oncoming concierge service as well. So many things to make your life easier when it comes to your camping and RVing lifestyle. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Don't forget, coming up just after the top of the hour, Jim Ozarski. We'll talk some Bucks basketball with him. And uh, he'll be here. Hopefully we hear something on Giannis relatively soon. Uh, he was listed as doubtful today. And uh, you're just kind of hoping that, you know, maybe he woke up today and felt really good. Like the the therapy and whatever he's been getting, the progress he's made, really, uh, really expounds today. And he's feeling better and he's able to come back and give them 
some minutes tonight. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip right now, they have uh, a lot of different stuff. They have the, the, the fresh milk, the freshest milk, which is uh, on special right now, two ninety nine a gallon, limit three. But whether it's uh, the bread, the milk, the eggs, whatever it happens to be, Stop into Quick Trip because, again, uh, here in Indianapolis, you have no idea how badly I miss Quick Trip. Oh, my goodness. When you're out of the area, you miss Quick Trip so much. So uh, don't take it for granted. Stop in and use one of the best resources we have in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, that is our friends at Quick Trip. And don't forget, they're giving away a couple of personal watercraft right now, too. So if you get in on the iGogs sweepstakes, which is the glass glasses, you can check it online for your uh, Quick Rewards account. Uh, and use your Quick Rewards card at the counter, and you can then get registered to win not one but two personal watercrafts from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Just two more reasons to head into Quick Trip. Um, the uh, a couple of questions here. Um, this one's uh, from Omar. Says a unit. Uh, what if a team like the Texans or the Colts offered the Packers a couple of number ones? Why wouldn't the Packers do that deal? That's Omar in Milwaukee. Um, if they had a couple of number ones, the Packers would do the deal in a heartbeat. The, the problem is you have to go to Aaron Rodgers and say, hey, the, the Jets aren't coming up. The value from the Texans or the Colts is this. And Rodgers is going to say, I'm not going to play for them. I don't have a shot at winning a championship. Why would I want to waste my last year playing for them? And then Rodgers could just retire and make, make the money, you know, take the money. Uh, or, you know, you'd be hit for that money, we'll say. So you kind of get the sense that Rodgers is going to come back. He's going to play. Uh, obviously, he's got a lot of money riding on it. But he may, if he was 90% on retirement going into the darkness, and he was content with it, if you told him, glad to ha- glad that you want to come back, you're going to go play for the Texans, he would retire. He would just say, no, um, no. I'm done. I'm going to retire. Most likely. I mean, I don't want to speak for Aaron Rodgers, but you would assume that's what he would say. So it's not as easy as just saying, hey, we traded you for these draft choices because he could retire. And thus the deal is null and void. So you're trying to send him where he wants to go and get the most for him along the way, if that makes sense. Uh, Another email here. This is uh, Trevor listening to us. Uh, He says, unit loved hearing Tim Allen on with you. Chuck and now Tim, the band is back together. You know what? We are talking about Chuck Freeman. We did have Chuck on just uh, on opening day, the Brewers home opening. We had a great time. Worked with both of those guys at the same place. We had a, just a blast. Love them both. Uh, has anyone confirmed that from Goody that the 49ers, 49ers are interested in sniffing around? They would be the best fit for Rodgers, right? That's from Trevor in Madtown. Uh, and, again, it goes back to you have to talk to Rodgers, which I don't think he'd be adverse to that. But the 49ers thing – the one thing that everybody brings up right away, they don't have draft stock this year. So if you're looking to fortify your team in the here and the now, they don't have draft stock. Where this would become more relevant, if indeed it's true, would be if the Packers and the Jets did not make a deal by day two of the NFL draft. I think then all bets are off. I think then all bets are off. I think at that point in time, then – the Packers would step back and say, we are not trading Aaron Rodgers until after June 1st. And between now and June 1st, we are now opening it up. We're going to start talking to teams, and we're going to converse with Aaron. We're going to give him, or his people, uh, we're going to give him the say in this, but we're going to open it up. And there's probably a few teams that Rodgers would consider playing for. But remember, Rodgers was the one that came on. And again, when he talks, he kind of pigeonholes himself because he said, 
I'm going to play for the Jets. I'm going to come back, and I'm going to play for the New York Jets. So he he's the one that said that, not us. It just seemed like a very good deal and a, and a very workable trade at the time for a lot of the Jets fans that wanted to see just a different quarterback, and they felt and they feel like they've got a team worthy of getting to the postseason. So, so you kind of you, you kind of have to work with Rodgers. But if this deal doesn't get done by day two of the draft, I think all bets are off. I think then you just start opening it up. And you take the best deal that's in the best interest of your team in its totality. Not in the here and the now, not trying to get an additional piece right today to help out with Jordan Love. You're talking then, let's just see what we can get to fortify this team for the best best haul for an aging MVP. That's the best way to do it. 877-867. You agree, disagree, what have you, give us a shout. Uh, real quick, another one. Uh, love the show, Unit. Would you consider tonight's game with the Heat a must-win? If they lose this one, with a banged-up Giannis coming back at some point, I don't know if the Bucks have enough to overcome a 2-0 deficit. Lavelle and Bayside. Lavelle, no! Um, yeah, I don't know if I want to go as far as to say it's a must-win, but if they lose this one, the next one's a must-win. Absolutely. But this, it's close, but we're still talking about the best team in the NBA. I I just, I can't imagine, I can't imagine that this team, with or without Giannis tonight, is going to come out and lay another egg. They shot horribly. Now, part of that, was due to the heat. Part of that was just could be a layoff, whatever. I mean, you know, say whatever you want about it. But tonight it is tonight is all about defense, position, rebounding, moving the basketball, energy, all of that tonight. That's all tonight. So No, it's not a must win. It's not a must win, but it's you feel like, and to the other side of the coin, if they win tonight without Giannis, what does that do for the confidence of this team? I mean, it's something that I'm sure they already know, they already feel, but but you just got punched in the face. And you didn't play well. So if you're the box and you take the court tonight and you get a win and you do get led by your your, your, we'll say your big three without Giannis with Brooke Lopez and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. If those guys lead you, and then you get, you know, other guys going, you know, you get Grayson Allen going or Bobby Portis going or Crowder going, you get other guys going, then you, you get that swell of confidence. You know what I mean? So if you get a win tonight, maybe a convincing win tonight, and you stay tough, you get a, you get a swell of confidence. And that way Giannis can take his time. He can come back. Because now you've reset, you know. If you can go to you, you go into Miami one game apiece. If you can steal one down there, if you steal one down there, now you've reset the table to home court advantage again, and then you can bring, you can let Giannis rest even more if you absolutely need to. Then you can bring it back to Milwaukee, and you may not even have to play him in Game Three. Maybe you hold him off till Game Four. You know what I mean? If you get a win tonight and say you win that first game in Miami without Giannis, 
Now you're playing with house money. You don't even need Giannis to come back until then, game four. Give him, that'll be almost, what, a week and a half? Damn near two weeks to rest. So um, I, I would, tonight's a big game for the Bucks. Tonight's a big game for the Bucks because if you lose this game tonight, you got to bring Giannis back, right? He's got to hurry back. But if you win this game tonight, eh, you know, nah, not necessarily. You could then hang him out one more game and let him rest up. So in that sense, it you, you'd like to get the win tonight. But good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670, hit us up. 877-867-1670, would love to hear from you. Hey, our friends over there at Sloppy Joe's and uh, Smoke on the Water out in Oconomowoc, don't forget they've got the pup crawl this weekend uh, on Sunday. And it benefits Sierra Delta, helping raise money and awareness for uh, for veterans in need of service animals. So check out our, our friends at Smoke on the Water. Check them out on Facebook. Go to Smoke on the Water uh, on Okachi Lake, Smoke on the Water BBQ Okachi. And you can see for yourself everything they have going on this weekend. But the pup crawl is coming up this Sunday, and it's always fun. You know, you get to walk bar to bar. You take your dogs with you. Everybody's just having a blast. It's in it. I don't think the weather's going to be great, honestly, but it, at least it's you get out, you walk around, you, you're doing something good, and you're helping veterans and, you know, the need for service animals. So good stuff going on this weekend. Smoke on the water on Okachi Lake. And also don't forget our friends out there, same owners, Sloppy Joe's Saloon and Spoon on Hubertus in Hubertus. That's coming up this weekend. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Welcome back. Good to have you. Hey, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin reminding you that Pella, best windows, most chosen by homeowners and such in the state of Wisconsin as well. And uh, you know I love them. We have had wacky weather. One day I'm getting a sunburn, it's 83 degrees. Two days later, it's snowing like crazy. It's just wacky. And in the state of Wisconsin, you need good windows and doors. Keep the outside out, the inside in, and that's the way it should be. Give yourself curb appeal, beautification, value to your home, and safety and security when you lay your head on your pillow at night. Those are all the great reasons to get a hold of our friends at PellaWI.com. Go to Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Dot com or call them 855-PELLA-WI, 0% financing, 48 months right now. And you can call right today for the free in-home consultation. Uh, no joke, no strings attached, free in-home consultation. Call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. So, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh, Ben, this is not good news. This is not good news. Christian Yelich has posted on Twitter. Now, it's a goofy picture, I know. He says, waking up after a West Coast late-night swing. It's not a video, though. This doesn't count, does it? I don't think so. I'm going to have to check the... This doesn't count into the negative side. I'm going to have to check the tapes because on April 9th, he did tweet out a picture of him with the cheesehead hat. That was after his last home run, I believe, at home. And... After mm-hmm. that game, it did not go great until last night. 
So I'm going to have to check the game logs okay. to see whether it's good or bad. It's not a video, so it's not the uh, the jinxing video. So a picture, I think we're okay with. A picture, I think we're okay with. But uh, you know, we can. This show can only do so much to revive the career of one Christian Yelich. We there's only so much we can do. So after the we, we're trying, but if after but the last picture stuff, oh, it's all over. After the yeah. last picture, Bill, he went. Uh, Two for his next 14. Oh, no, excuse me. Two for his next 18, which is reminiscent of, of previous ones. So we'll be monitoring it. I'm not going to say it's bad. Okay. Book it. Book it now. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, go ahead. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. Um, by the way, the poll question over on Twitter, you can chime in on. 193 votes have been cast. We are eight days away till the NFL draft, and Aaron Rodgers still has not been traded. When will the trade happen, if at all? 32% of you say just before round one. 14% of you say day two. 27% of you say after June 1st, and 25.9% uh, of you say something else happens in all of this. The conspiracy-minded. So hang in there. We've got a lot more to get to when it comes to that as well. Um... Real quick, I got another couple of emails I wanted to get to. Uh, this one says, Unit, never thought about tonight's game in that way. If they win, then Giannis could get an extra game off to fully recover. Good point. Dare to dream, but if the Bucks win tonight, they will need much man to get these guys up and bring the energy. He always sounds like a depressed turtle when I hear him speak. That's from Cassie and Hartland. Um, the guys won a championship. So, I mean, I, I don't want to downplay your question, Cassie, but... I think, as head coaches will tell you, there is a time to kind of, quote, crack, crack the whip. And, but for the most part, you just stay steady. You stay – you do – you stick with what got you there. And you just – there are times to show your confidence and elevate a little bit. I think tonight it will be – the first couple minutes of the game will be the energy minutes for the Bucks and for the crowd. Because the last time the crowd witnessed anything that uh, of this team on the, on the court, they were leaving – midway through the fourth quarter and bailing out of there like rats on a sinking ship because the uh, the, the Bucks were just playing so horrifically and Giannis was down. It was a it was a somber atmosphere. So I think tonight the first couple of minutes of this game will be what the Bucks bring to the table and what the, how the crowd responds to that when you talk about energy, just so you know. Um, this one says, hey, Bill, when are you coming down to Cortezzi's again for the cigar dinner? Um, Cortezzi's, go, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com. Uh, the Bill Michael Show or The Bill Michael Show on uh, Instagram. And the schedule's there. The cigar dinners are there. I think Cortez's is either our first or second one in June, like the second week of June. So check that out. He said, if the Packers don't trade Rodgers next Thursday, then I say screw them and sell them off to the first bidder that's not the Jets. This crap has gone on way too long. And then he says, why do you defend Mark Murphy so much? Just asking, not totally disagreeing with you. And that's Scott listening to us in Caledonia. Um, because I because Mark Murphy's responsibility is the overall team, I get it. But he's not the one that's making all of those personnel decisions. He's not playing on the field. And also he's tasked with the the the, the major um, you know, object at hand is to keep the team overall viable and monetarily stable. So you never have to worry about losing the team that doesn't have a legitimate, you know, big owner, so to speak. Um, 
they've been a competitive team. They've been a winning team for the most part. They've had two things thrown at them by superstars that some of it might have been their own doing, but it takes two to tango, you know? And it it's there are things about the organization that I really love, and there's things that I don't. And I think you can talk about most organizations and most companies that way. But the team is is valuable. The team is financially thriving. The construction and the growth of the the, the Packers, so to speak, incorporated has has been exponential. Under his leadership, he's taken what Bob Harlan built and he's run with it. Um, yeah, you'd like to see more championships, but he's not responsible for for Aaron Rodgers and what goes on and trying to trade a guy away and this and that. He, he he's in on those conversations, but. You know, as Bob Harlan told him, let football people do football things and you worry about the business of football. And he's done a good job at doing that. So have there been missteps? Yes. But overall, the team's not going anywhere. They're financially strong, and that's his his major concern. But obviously, it, it correlates to the product on the field as well. So anyway, let's do this. Jim Ozarski of the Journal Sentinel, he's going to join us. We're going to talk some Bucks basketball. Will Giannis play tonight? That's a big question. That's a big question. Will Giannis play tonight? Hope to find out. 